You're now experiencing the AJ Nashville Podcast. Real people, real problems, real success stories. Hey guys, Alex here, AJNashville.com. Approaching the weekend. Some enjoy the weekend because it's a time for them to relax, spend some time with family, kick their feet up and enjoy life. Those of us in the industry, we enjoy the the weekend as well, but the weekend is a time for us to set up our following week with people who have found their dream home over the weekend. Anyways, that's not what this podcast is about. I want to first start by thanking those of you that showed up for the open house. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I realized it was during the middle of the work week. It was right after work for a lot of you. I appreciate you taking that extra time to come out here and share that special moment, I guess you could say, with me. Uh, I apologize if I didn't get to associate or talk to a lot of you. I had a million things going at once um, that distracted me from the bulk of the time. So I do apologize, but I do appreciate you taking the time to come out. Now, tonight's or today's podcast tonight, and it's, it's not tonight yet, but it's on its way. Um, I want to talk about principles, and I want to talk about the things that we we spend our time on. In a prior podcast, I talked about the things we stress, you know, and, and focusing all this additional energy on things that we cannot change and things we have no control over. This podcast is going to stem directly from an incident that recently happened on Facebook. If you've seen the post. There was some damage that occurred to my vehicle in a local car wash located here in Spring Hill, Tennessee. Now, that local car wash, they basically refused to assume any sort of responsibility of the damage itself, uh, looking at where the damage occurred, doing the measurements, measuring where the piece that's in question in the car wash, all those things align up perfectly. Now, I got an estimate. estimate was about 500 and some odd dollars and some odd cents. Not a super expensive repair, but a repair bill nonetheless. The biggest thing that came into question in that that whole thing was the way things were being handled. Instead of speaking to the decision maker, I had to speak to people that um, surrounded the decision maker, the gatekeepers, so to speak. Very frustrating. I I, I felt very insulted by some of the conversations that took place, but here's where I make a point of things. So the principle of things were... In my opinion, if there's an issue, you speak to the person that's calling the shots, the decision maker. And that's the person that you would deal with if you had an issue, especially when you have an issue of that severity. It would be different if the issue is much smaller and I just needed something resolved locally. Now, that's not the case. Uh, The way that the wording with certain people, it means a lot. You know, you can tell somebody something and the same thing in very different ways. And people receive and perceive it in very different ways. It's all about a choice of wording. And and the choice of wording for some people, if they're not trained properly on how to word things, sometimes it can become insulting. Now, I'm not saying that's the case with this particular car wash, but the way things were handled, in my opinion, wasn't what I would have expected. Now, from those choice of words, obviously you get a reaction. The biggest thing is, as the reaction continued to grow... The wanting to make sure that the principles of the matter were handled properly. Wanting to make sure that, hey, you know what, I want to make sure this nobody that this doesn't happen to anybody 
past my situation, you know, that hopefully this gets resolved easier for somebody else. Now, I talked to my good friend, Johnny Fowler, ran the scenario past him, and I said, you know, what would you do? And he understood, and he agreed that, you know, the principal things were where the issue lied, but the amount of energy that I was going to have to put into this thing in order to get the outcome that I desire wasn't worth it. You know, the time it would take to go to small claims court, the time it would take to uh, file a motion, to pay for the, the fee, to have them served and everything else, it just wasn't worth my time. Because the time and energy I would spend putting into that, the outcome wouldn't reciprocate. It wouldn't be worth that extra time that it would take to do so and the extra energy. Let's face it, those of you in the industry know that if you pull away from a task that we are focused on, it, it could cost money. It can cost time, obviously, but in turn, it could damage a potential client because then that client's not getting the service they need because you're off doing something else. That just puts me back in the same scenario that I'm upset with the car wash over. So in turn, I damage my clients because I'm frustrated with a certain situation. It just didn't make sense anymore. So last night, I chose to stop the pursuit of it. Um, the The main reason was is because it was mentally consuming. You know, I, I had this $500 issue consuming a portion of my brain that could have been used for something more constructive. Uh, the frustration and everything was things that that came up on a day-to-day. You know, it only it only took place for about a week having to deal with that. But a week is more than long enough to deal with something of such trivial nature. You know, if I wanted to push it, I could push it, and I could probably win whatever court case and get my five, 600 bucks and get the car fixed and everything else, but it's just not worth the time. It's not worth the energy. Now, looking at it, from the outside, five or six hundred dollars is a decent amount of money. It's a it's a large sum of money. However, the things that could take place in the meantime would result in more money lost than anything. Now, the way I relate this to you, the listener, is we've all done it before. We've had that the person that makes a remark and it consumes a portion of our time. We get pissed off. We get in the car. You know, the the person that cut us off. We're driving down the interstate, and this asshole gets in front of us, and we're pissed off to all get out, and it changes our attitude. We get frustrated with people. Some people don't, and if this isn't you, then this doesn't apply to you, but I know a lot of people do. You get cut off. It's a problem. You're pissed off, whatever the case may be. We never stop and realize that it's just not a big issue. You know, we can engage in road rage and ride their bumper and honk and flash your lights and everything else, but nothing gets solved that way. Things just escalate for no reason. You see this a lot in instances of road rage that end up, you know, something small that turned into something major. And in most cases, those are things that didn't even have to do with the issue at hand. We go home and we yell at our spouse or our kids or something like that because our boss yelled at us at work today. It's dealing with those things and it's the principle of things and the way that we handle things and the way that we let things affect us and the energy we use to continue to let those things affect us. In a prior podcast, I said it's an inside job because only you can make yourself feel the way that somebody makes you feel. So if somebody walks up to you and tells you to fuck off, are you going to be upset with them 
is what they're saying truly a reflection on you? Should it bother you? And should you take that time that it takes to reflect on that and let it affect you and affect your performance for the rest of the day? Should you let that cloud your memory or your mind, not your memory, cloud your mind during that period of time? Because at that point, that person has completely won. We've all had it. We've all had the person, they flip us off and, oh, fuck you, oh, whatever, you know. Some of us rebound from it in a matter of seconds. Some of us don't even get affected by it at all. Some of us carry it with us for the rest of the day until we get home and we drink a beer and we relax. And even then we sometimes carry it with us. The big thing is, is, is that important enough to cloud our mind and to soak up that much time? I mean, let's face it, when we look at things and we look at the things that bother us, what's the real reason why it's bothering us? Is it the incident at hand or in some cases is it just that something else is underlying and we let it explode? I know people that have done that. I've done it myself. You have underlying issues that are on your mind. Somebody says something sideways to you, and boom, all of a sudden you're full-blown argument, something like that. None of us are perfect. These things happen. If you think that me speaking on here means I live in a perfect world, you would be 110% wrong. I suffer from a lot of the same issues that every single one of you listening to this suffer from. I deal with a lot of the same stresses that everybody that's listening to this deals with on a day-to-day basis and on a regular basis. We're all human beings. We all have feelings, emotions, memories, mindset, everything else that impacts us. But the thing that I see people that I follow do is they, cha- they channel those things into something else. Somebody says something degrading to you, they take that and they, they focus it on, hey, you know what, you want to be that person, I'm going to be this person. And so it's not a big issue to them at that point because they have now grown past that. And it's a challenge as a human being to do something like that, to take something, something, someone insulting you, and shrug it off and keep going. It also takes a lot of maturity. I was thinking about that this morning. The way I used to respond to things compared to the way I currently respond to things are two totally different ways. For one, I'm old. And old people have no business fighting or doing anything like that. Like, it just doesn't make sense. For two, I have a family. What kind of example am I if I'm out there knocking heads off people or getting beat up and having black eyes and everything else or going to jail or whatever else the case may be over words? See, when you're 15, 16, 17 years old and you're defending your reputation, in your mind, that's the way to do it. And for some people, that travels into the late 20s and early 30s and sometimes even to the 40s and 50s because the maturity has never set in. But we all get to that point where we get a little bit older. That day hits and we're like, man, I don't feel like I did one, you know, five years ago. I ache here. I hurt there. We get stubborn. We let things bother us a little more than we used to. But the reaction out of it and the way we deal with it is entirely different. Some people are condescending towards others. You know, it was funny. I spoke to, to the, the Wash's insurance guy yesterday, and he said, he made the comment. It was, this is hilarious to me. I said, I, I run a mortgage company here in Spring Hill. He said, no, you work for a mortgage company. Well, no shit. We all work for something or someone, whether you own your own business or not, you work for someone. 
but I do run this, this company here in Spring Hill, Tennessee. But he wanted to make it a point to try to degrade me by saying, no, you work for a company, which is fine. He wanted to get a reaction. I didn't allow that reaction to come out. And I continued to tread forward with whatever it was we were talking about at that point. The thing is, is people feel like if they chop you down bit by bit, that eventually you get to a point to where you may drop the issue, let the issue go, something like that. But what they don't realize is they're just cutting themselves down. Because it takes a person with less than honorable character to degrade or to talk bad about other people. I saw this debate the other day on Facebook, and people were saying, well, you know, what about this company? What would you do? Would you talk bad about them? Would you say something bad about them to, to your client so they wouldn't use them? My response to that was, absolutely not. You show that you're a less of a character if you talk bad about somebody else's business. If you want to stand out in the crowd, then perform. Do things that your competitors won't do. Take care of your clients the way that they can't. That's how you show that you're a better company, not by chopping the other person down, not by degrading or talking bad about the other person, because in reality, when somebody does that, it's just a horrible reflection on them. When they sit there and say bad things, you know, hey, my ex-girlfriend was this. Hey, my last employer was that. But the one thing is that we know about every bad situation is there is a common denominator. And if a person has 15 jobs and none of them happen to work out and it's always the employer's fault, we know one thing. The common denominator was you. So if you're the common denominator, where's the problem really at? When do we stop and we, we take a reflection within and say, okay, maybe it's me. When I say take a reflection, I don't mean look at the negativity and beat yourself down and you're a horrible person. But what I'm saying is maybe you're the problem. Maybe arguing back and forth at work or maybe being offensive or being a, a little too outgoing. Maybe that's the issue. I remember this as a young loan officer in the industry young, cocky person saying things that were inappropriate, doing things that were inappropriate. They, they weren't necessarily acceptable, but they were excusable because the type of environment that I thought we were in. So they were excusable in my head, but from a corporate standpoint, they weren't really excusable. They were just kind of looked past. Why? Because I was producing. And as a producer, you can sometimes get away with things that other people can't. doesn't make it right. And then as you grow, you start to say, you know what, that's not right. I was in a place the other day, and the lady made some sort of comment. And I got, I was too, it was almost out of my mouth, I was going to say, that's what she said. And I stopped myself before I even said it. Why? Because it wasn't the right setting. This person didn't know me from anybody. It's maturity. As we grow, we start to learn things not only about life, but about ourselves. The way we influence and impact people, the way people watch you, watch your moves, watch what you do. I've been amazed by the people that reach out and they're like, man, you, you really inspire me. That's a lot of weight to carry. When you're a figure, be a positive figure for somebody, 
that's a large weight to carry because you have to continue to produce and continue to provide and, and give positive things so that those people don't lose the respect for you that they have, for one, but for two, that you can help those people grow. You want to go back to the selfless acts, you know, the podcast, for example. I do this because it gives me a chance to express some of the thoughts that cloud my mind. Um, unlike some people, but much like a lot of people, my mind races at night. I lay in bed, I wake up wide awake, my mind races for hours before I can get back to sleep, only to wake up again and have my mind race. My mind doesn't sleep. I constantly have like motion pictures going on in my head of things that are going on. Ways I should have responded, analyzing the day yesterday, analyzing tomorrow, analyzing today. That's what plagues my mind. So having something like this podcast not only helps me get those thoughts out, but it helps you, the listener, hopefully, to see some of the things in this podcast that may be helpful for you in your life. I've had a lot of people reach out and say, you know what, that podcast really changed my thinking about X, Y, Z. My mission when I started this podcast was to help change at least one person's life for the better. I don't know if I've done that, but I know that I've helped change portions of a lot of people's lives. And keep in mind, I'm just as screwed up as the rest of you listening to it. This is just an opportunity for me to speak on an open platform, uninterrupted, to say the things that circulate through my mind on a regular basis. When I start this podcast, I never have any scripting, nothing written down. If anything, if anything's written down, it's just a couple highlights that I need to hit. These things come very natural because, once again, I spend so much time laying in bed, mind racing, thinking about ideas and thoughts like this, analyzing situations. That's why the issue with the car wash and the damage to my vehicle was so taxing to me. Not from a monetary standpoint, but from a mental standpoint, because I would let something like that eat me up until I either let it go or executed whatever plan it was that I was going to continue forward with. It just wasn't worth the time and energy. Now, being in a customer service role, dealing with clients, things like that, I realize that there's some instances where it's easier for that person to talk to somebody else and tell they cool off a little bit. But at the end of the day, because I want to provide superior service to all of my clients, I handle things directly. I don't hide behind Jeff, my loan officer assistant, or Tiffany, my processor, and say, hey, you do it. No. I operate a business, and I handle my problems like they should be handled. And the fact of the matter is, if you're a person in a similar situation, if it is an issue that deals with you and your business, and you have an unpleasant, unhappy client, you can de-escalate things much quicker by speaking with them directly. Because this whole issue could have been de-escalated seven days, eight days ago now, had he simply come out analyzed the damage, and said, hey, I can appreciate that this happens, but here's our policy. But for the sanity of myself, my family, my loan officer assistant, because Jeff gets the, the bun end of a lot of stuff, 
But for the sanity and sake of all that, we just move forward. One more thing, guys, girls, everybody that's listening, Memorial Day is right around the corner. Great day to celebrate, great day to spend some time with family. I know I kind of brought this up briefly in the last podcast. I had my dates all mixed up. But don't forget what this Memorial Day is about. Many people will be on Facebook saying, thank you, veterans. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Wrong day, asshole. Memorial Day is about remembering those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice, not only in battle, but also stateside. The people that carry the pain internally to the point where there's no coming back from it. Let's remember those people as well. We've lost hundreds of thousands of soldiers throughout the years. The thing is, is those soldiers may be gone, but as long as they are not forgotten, they will always be with us. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I hope you have a very, very safe holiday weekend, a very joyful one. I hope you get to spend some time with friends and family. Those of you that are deployed, thank you for what you're doing. I realize that you would love to be here to share that time with your friends and family as well. But just know that we appreciate what it is that you're doing. And we appreciate everybody that is left behind when the sacrifices have been made. Once again, if you enjoy this podcast, please do me a favor, like, share, comments, tag your friends, and most of all, subscribe. Thanks again for tuning in. We will have our normal scheduled show on Monday. Don't worry, I won't leave you hanging. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to the AJ Nashville podcast. Episodes air Mondays at 6 and Fridays at 5. Thank you for your ongoing support. Please subscribe.